The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. It's time to start living the life that you deserve to live by living healthier and being more conscientious about how you are living. And this program will give you tips on health, wellness, beauty, and nutrition. You'll see how it all comes together to improve your life. And now, here's Darlene Godwin. Hello, you're listening to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. I'm Darlene Godwin, holistic health coach for anti-aging with nutrition, wellness, and beauty. Like me on Facebook, Darlene Godwin Health Coach. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Darlene Godwin Health Coach. Follow me on Twitter at Darlene Godwin 4, that's the number 4, and add me to your Google Plus, Darlene Godwin Health Coach. Learn more. Learn more about all my services at www.eavtesting.com or email me at darlinggodwin.radio at gmail.com. So welcome to Happy and Healthy Living, high quality food and water, self-care with purpose, along with safe and nourishing skincare, creates healthy living that heals the whole body from within and mirrors a happy and healthy glow on the outside. Reversing pain and disease begins with three elements, diet, exercise, and rest, but never ends there as there are so many modalities to healing in the healing arts of alternative medicine. My goal as your host and personal health coach is to bring you as many and informative ways to begin healing your body, mind, and spirit naturally. My hope is that you try everything to find the right therapies and lifestyle that most effectively serve you. So once again, welcome to Happy and Healthy Living. Today's topic is about answers for pain and that feeling of cold water running through your veins. Today my guest is Dr. Kavasari Ramke, otherwise known as Ramke. You can connect with him. Hi. <laughs> you can connect with Ramke by liking him on Facebook RVA Physical Therapy or following him on Twitter RVA Physical Therapy or just doing uh, connecting him with Ramke Kavasari on Facebook or Twitter. Or you can reach out to him at Ramke at rvaphysicaltherapy.com or learn more of his practice at www.rvaphysicaltherapy.com. And just to give you a little bit of background of Dr. Ramke, he was born in India and he graduated there with a bachelor's in physical therapy and then came here to the United States where he completed his master's in physical therapy from Loma Linda Uh, University in California. He has over 14 years of clinical experience and started his career as practicing physical therapy in a skilled nursing facility treating a wide variety of conditions and successfully rehabilitating his patients back to their active lifestyle. Ramke has several other certifications like myophagia release, dry needling, back to golf, 
and certified fitness trainer. He is also certified for direct assist with the state of Virginia. He is an active member of the VPTA, that's the Virginia Physical Therapy Association, and the APTA, the American Physical Therapy Association. He is extremely passionate about his work, and he also expands his knowledge by reading and attending courses to widen his experience to treat chronic pain um, in the body. So, Dr. Ramke, thank you and welcome to Happy and Healthy Living. Thanks, Darlene. I'm so excited to have you here today, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why um, is because the I was actually introduced uh, to you uh, by a, m- a mutual friend and, and one of your patients. And I have to say from the moment that I walked into your office with your great big smile and welcoming attitude and so eager to help others really uh, made me feel welcome. And I could tell you had definitely had a passion for your work. So thank you so much for the work that you do. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) No worries. So today's topic is about um, the answers for pain and that feeling of cold water running through your veins. And the reason why I chose that particular topic is because of my experience and how we got started together. Uh, Several months ago, I was having that exact experience. It felt like cold water just running through my veins. I didn't know exactly what it was. So I Googled it. I went online, tried to find some answers. And what I ended up finding was other people who are having the same exact problem that were blogging about it but couldn't get any answers Um, and so they couldn't be treated for it because there was no answers for it but then I met you Ramke and uh, so can you tell the audience what you said to me how you explained that cold water feeling running through your veins so basically a lot of reasons like sometimes we perceive pain in different ways so one of the reasons that uh, what happened in your condition or generally in pain is uh, like when you uh, have pain somewhere in your body, that particular part, the blood flow is kind of less because there is a blockage, there is some soft tissue, you know, blockage somewhere in, 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 in your body. And most of the time it's because your nervous system, so you can divide the body's nervous system into two broad aspects. One is cranial nerves. One is spinal nerves. So we'll talk more about spinal nerves, and I'll also explain a little bit about cranial nerves. So um, on the spinal nerve part, the whole body is innervated from your spine, like your upper extremity, your neck, your lower body, as well as um, anything less than C2 level or C2 to C4 level, it's all spinal nerves. Anything above that C1, C2, it's usually cranial nerves. I'm saying C2 multiple times because it's a junction where it's between cranial nerves and spinal nerves. So when there is a blockage in the nerve pathway, it actually blocks the nutrients being supplied to your blood vessel. That ends up in causing pain. And also that ends up in having that cold water sensation that you're feeling because there is lack of blood flow in that particular part of your body which causes stiffness, which also causes pain, which impairs your mobility. Right, and that's exactly what happened to me. So at first, you know, I was just getting once in a while, especially during sitting, 
that cold mm-hmm. water feeling in my legs. And then eventually, um, and I'm like everybody else, we think we can tolerate it until it gets to the point where we don't know what to do with it anymore. It went into my arms. And then it, when I was cooking and standing, I could feel it more so in my legs. And then it mm-hmm. eventually went um to my face so you're yeah. saying that that block from that c2 that went that was upper upper yeah it, it was the upper so so if somebody's looking at the spine where is that c2 located uh right on your neckline okay so that explains uh, a lot because i was uh i've had multiple car accidents so i've always perfect. had whiplash and, and issues there so that it kind of explains it doesn't it yes Yes. Where, yeah, where mine was coming from. <laughs> yes. And yours, yeah, yours is basically from there. And um, like I said, that's the junction between your cranial nerves as well as your spinal nerves because your cranial plexus is right there. Right below that is your brachial plexus. So. Mm. Wow. And so then I'm interested that you said nutrients, too. Nutrients yes. get blocked. So does that mean when I was eating all these wonderful antioxidants foods, it wasn't quite getting there? It was not getting to the part where it was hurting you, where you had that feeling, sensation. Yes, it was blocking because your nerves help blood vessels flow smoothly. Right. And so would one feel uh, a little more exhausted or tired? Yes, it makes you feel like that. And also the way it happens is like, it's, you feel like you can't do anything. You're not able to stand up. Like you said, you were having problems when you were using your arm while you were cooking and mm-hmm. while you were standing. All those are like symptoms of pain that has been chronic. And like you already mentioned, sometimes we wait till the last minute, you know, yeah. and then we think about a solution at that point. Usually, normally, when you have small pains, we just pop like, Advil, Aleve, try to fix the pain, which for a temporary pain, it's very good because it's going to block the pain, but it's not going to block the cause of the pain. So we are going to the root cause to fix the problem. Exactly. So tell the audience uh, what treatment you chose for that. For you on your particular thing, see, um, basically at RVA, like we try to practice like a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. So try to approach it with multiple uh, different, uh, you know, modalities, manual therapy. But off late dry needling is one of the concepts that I've been introduced to it by one of my friends. And I had the privilege to learn it from Dr. Ma. And um, he is one of the founder of like American Dry Needling Association. And uh, he actually, you know, uh, taught us about dry needling and everything. So what it is, is like, like I mentioned, we are using a modern medicine or modern knowledge of medicine along with acupuncture techniques to help heal pain and stiffness faster. And like I said, we use multiple other modalities. I believe, I'm a strong believer in exercise and everything and stretching. Mm-hmm. But this dry needling has opened up more room for pain relief overall. So. so explain to the audience then what is the difference between the acupuncture and the dry needling service. So like I said, um, let's take acupuncture. Chinese introduced it and Europeans are using it right now. 
and mm-hmm. uh, basically with acupuncture it uses like they call it qi or chi mm-hmm. basically that's energy or the meridian points to cure a particular problem so say my meridian point for my headache is on the web space of my thumb so they work they uh, actually use the needle on the web space of my thumb to help with my headache depends on which side it is and they treat the condition based on the side on each side on uh, dry needling so from there the theory went to like trigger point injections yes and basically trigger point injections is like you go to a trigger point and give a then it went to like a, you know they give a prolotherapy shot kind of thing to help mm-hmm. with the pain so the results were good but it was not solving like i said nothing was trying to solve majority of the issues because some of the pains are chronic in nature i have people who come who has pain since 1992 they are not able to feel their left arm because their ulna nerve was injured during an accident wow. so um what this dry needling does is it's basically it applies the principle of ac- acupuncture on biological and neurophysical princ- you know and combines it with biological and neurophysical principles mm-hmm. and it helps in basically relieving pain faster because now we are trying to touch the nerve roots and it actually conducts you know you know like basically your nerve roots has neurons which conducts all the messages from your right. body from one part to another so it helps you conducts it faster and um it helps healing faster too so is it so. taking that muscle and just opening up that energy pretty much is- yes opening up the energy or we call it desensitizing so an example would be say you have a cut on your finger normally when there is a cut small cut you know like right after the cut our body is in such a way that it starts healing it's a natural process sometimes the cut is bigger so we start applying antibiotic you know or put like neosporin cream or start applying more stuff so that it heals right so that's what we are doing so we are going into a chronic problem making it as an acute problem by desensitizing the area around the pain and working on the nerve roots and promoting healing from your own body rather than you know trying to use it with uh, like i said aleve and other things Wow, that's really great. And it's so true. We we do. We take those things um and like you said it's a temporary fix and it's taking down some parts of those inflammation areas because it's blocking it, but it's really yeah. not getting down to the root. Yes. The the root of what's going on. So with with my experience um and and I I'll ask you this does does other patients also feel this where immediately I did get some relief because when I came into your office I was kind of walking crooked <laughs> I was struggling a little bit yeah. and I straightened out uh uh-huh. felt a little bit better that uh-huh. evening it was like amplified more pain so I went to mm-hmm. sleep I just stayed calm you know and didn't you know just drank plenty of water and everything and just stayed real calm went on to sleep and the next morning like everything all the aches all the pains the that that cold water feeling completely was gone 
So yes. ex- explain briefly um, what what happened. Why did it go worse and then better? Basically, for so long, like I already already said, like your blood flow was blocked. Yeah. To that particular part, that's why you were feeling the cold sensation. So all of a sudden, we opened it up so many times, and uh, so at so many areas, so your blood flow started flowing. I always recommend people to drink more water the time they take the treatment and till like 24 hours from there. The reason being, it's because your body is going to like start getting blood flow on the parts where it was not flowing before. So yes, the feeling that you had that you were like exhausted is because your body probably didn't like a major workout for like three hours. And that's the feeling you got and you were like tired that night. And then the next day morning, because you drank all the water and in your case, like you take a lot of good nutrients and stuff. So it actually helps heal it faster. Yeah, it did. And, you know, the one thing, though, even though I felt like I was in more pain, my body felt more relaxed at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a blood flow more than anything else. It's a soreness that comes in more than your actual pain. So, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's it, it's an amazing thing, and I'm so glad that I found you and and found this uh, this holistic approach uh, with dry needling, and so grateful that uh, Doctor was it Doctor May that uh, Dr. introduced Ma. you, Doctor Ma. Ma, yeah, Doctor Ma, yeah. So uh, also just to kind of let the audience know a little bit uh, what they w- would expect when they walk into it, uh, you didn't have me undress at all you went right through my clothes and everything we had that discussion can you explain (laughs) the safety and and why that (laughs) basically it depends like you know on the individual too and we come from a cultural background you know i have to respect on that cultural background on this and the reason i asked i asked this was our first question in our class to you know dr ma when he started with the dry needling it's like because I mean, I come from India, so there are some cultural barriers that's associated with it. So, and um, he said, like, since the needle basically doesn't have any holes in it, like other needles where you, you know, insert with medication and stuff, this is like a single time use needle. And uh, basically it does not have any medication on it and it does not have any holes on it. As long as we prep like ourselves, like with, my hands are clean and everything and sanitized, it's usually not a problem with the needle as such and, uh, you know, going through your skin or through your clothes. The only That's one great. request I usually check with people. Ramki, like, I, we have know. to go to, to break, a short break. We'll come back and talk more um, about the dry needling and how the answers for pain. We appreciate you so much. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Darlene Godwin has everything you need for nutrition, wellness, and beauty at EAVTesting.com. It's time to live the happy and healthy life you deserve. 
Darlene offers food and lifestyle evaluations, nutritional counseling, and a variety of health coaching programs designed to get your health back. Darlene practices the technology of EAV testing to measure the health of your organs and rebalance your system through natural medicine. Darlene applies Aromatouch and other essential oil treatments for illness, pain, and anxiety. Darlene offers botanically-based anti-aging skin care for men and women, acne teens and sensitive babies, and non-surgical facelifts and body sculpting. Find more services for your nutritional, wellness, and beauty needs with Darlene Godwin, health coach at eavtesting.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Happy and Healthy Living. If you have a question or a comment about today's show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. Now, back to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. Welcome back to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. I'm your host today, Darlene Godwin, and today I'm talking with Dr. Ramke. And our discussion today is on the answers for pain and that feeling of cold water running through your veins. We discussed uh, in great length of why that is, and we are now discussing dry needling and how it helps that situation, and also touching upon uh, the cultures of different cultures of respecting people and their privacy um, and not on clothing to have this procedure done. So, Dr. Ramke, can you can you finish on that with you were saying that no medicine, no medication is being put on the needle or being put indirectly into the person? Uh, exactly. So we go directly on the muscle or the nerve. So there is no medicine on the needle as such. So, um, you know, basically, um, that's why uh, even Dr. Ma, like, approved it. Basically, you can go through your clothes. As long as they have not gone for a workout before, then I ask them to change, or at that point, I need to, you know, uh, give that privacy and go from there. Because you don't want to go on a needle with a sweaty back or anything. But other than that, it shouldn't be a problem. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate you answering that that question. Um, so you were saying also with the dry needle, and we discussed, you know, my my feeling that weird feeling of cold water running through the fe- the veins. But what else? Uh, other services or what type of injuries or situations? You mentioned something about tennis elbow. Uh, what is there out there that that really helps that situation? See, basically, tennis elbow has been like a long term cause that we have not gotten much of any solution. So initially we went with like uh, steroid shots and steroid shots wears off in like a a week. Basically what it is is like uh, your external carpal radial radialis bravis muscle which is running around your elbow which helps move one of the finger in your hand that has been impacted during either playing tennis or you hit your elbow somewhere during the impact of injury, like at that point, 
and after that you feel like you can't even lift your arm up mm. so you can't lift like even like one pound in that arm so what happens is like you became like all of a sudden from being more independent you can't even use that arm so far mm-hmm. the steroids has not been like the major help then they say oh wait for a year and then the pain goes away and i've heard that multiple times even i've experienced tennis elbow myself i'm mm-hmm. like no this is not right so then they give a brace for the tennis elbow that doesn't work either and then uh, we went with manual therapy we actually got some results out of manual therapy so what i do basically is combine manual therapy which is like deep soft tissue massage along with dry needling around that area of pain to help uh, heal uh, lateral epicondylitis which is also called tennis elbow okay. and the results i've seen i've i recently had a young person and she had tennis elbow on both her arms oh wow surgery on one of the sides and it's been 3 years and she still had pain about couple weeks into the program right now she is like not even having any pain i actually um um wished her good luck and discharged her from physical therapy program last week and uh, she's so far like working out in gyms doing about like 50 push-ups on that arm oh wow lifting weights up to like 40 pounds so that is amazing so you're saying the all the things that they did putting her in a brace and doing some surgery it just really didn't uh help the help the situation but so you did some physical therapy with her mm-hmm. deep tissue massage the dry mm-hmm. needling is is that correct those three things yes yes and that took how long uh like 2 weeks Oh wow. She's back to doing all her activities and even during the two weeks I encouraged her to go back to her gym so that I can see if the pain pattern you know keeps coming back or not. And uh when we started she was not able to lift any weight past like 5 pounds and when we ended she was able to lift like 30 to 40 pounds and do like swings and deadlifts and stuff without any pain. Wow. So that means I need to come back and see you again because I was doing <laughs> I did a lot of uh drilling and hammering and I was uh, making a uh, a ramp to my uh my shed uh okay. and he- heavy heavy wood and man I injured something and this was last year and so okay. I just been slowly you know working out and doing very very little weights and then doing a little bit more a little bit more but every once in a while you know you eat the wrong thing you get inflamed uh uh-huh. or you move the wrong way you do something and and it, and it comes back again and you you start all over so exactly yeah you're welcome anytime <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so i can hear in your voice all this this passion that you have you you really have such a knack for helping people and like myself you know i was in chronic pain for 22 years started in 1989 with a car accident and then multiple injuries um after that through the years and and i find that most physicians or people in the holistic world uh the ones that are the most passionate about their work and really do help people are the ones that had 
situations that they had to go through themselves. I know your mom's listening to you, so hello to mom. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> upset her too much because you're her baby, and I know that, you know stories are emotional, but stories are are meant to be heard. So can you tell yeah. us a little bit about your story? That got you so into this. the background why I'm in physical therapy is basically as a teenager, I had like headache because of like um, hydrocephalus, and um, I mean I had no choice because I was given all these medications, and I was I think I was in my 12th grade, and half the time I can't even go to school, and mm-hmm. half the time one of my friend actually takes me to school or my brother drops me because I can't go in like, you know, public services because of headache. And uh, basically what will happen is I can go to school, come back in half an hour. That's all I can stay in school because of headache. And Mm. this kept happening for almost like a couple months and then we finally figured out what happened. Once again, they started me on medication, but uh, I was lucky enough to go to a physician and he said, oh no, I think surgery is the option. So they put ventricular peritoneal shunt from my uh, brain all the way to my peritoneum. And um, it actually helped because that relieved my headache, but what it caused was so much tightness in my body because I was on bare dress for almost like 10 days after that. I could not walk the first day with my dad because my hamstring and my quadriceps were weak, my hamstrings were tight. But back then, like I'm talking 90s, 1990s, uh, the awareness of physical therapy was not that high. Probably in America it was coming up at that point, but back home, we know there was physical therapy existing. So that led me to a passion, and I was, um, you know, blessed to um, get my bachelor's degree in, um, you know, in my hometown, in Ramchandra University. And then I, that led to the next phase where now a guy who has had a brain surgery, the family is saying, hey, you cannot travel outside, um, you know, the country. And then uh, on the other side, uh, my wife, like, who is a good friend of mine, even during that time, encouraging me, hey, you know what, probably your career is better outside the country. So that led me to the passion to come to Loma Linda. And also one of my friend, who actually was going to go to this course, couldn't go, so I was introduced to this course by her, and then um, joined Masters in Loma Linda, one of the best places ever, because they were like very friendly, especially for me. I did Mm -hmm. not even plan my stay there, so that led to me, you know, to Loma Linda, and then after that, it's more awareness, because you start, you know, learning more things, more things, Still, there was a void. The void was basically you can work with so many people with so many conditions, but you cannot help majority of them because the pain can be chronic. And that's when my passion for dry needling started. And mm. I had to wait a couple of years to go into this course with Dr. Ma because he was so busy. But I was persistent that I wanted to get it from him. And I was lucky enough, you know, he finally had a slot open, and then I, you know, got my certification from him. Wonderful. So are you saying that in in the United States, when people are dealing with chronic pain, they kind of just say, 
oh, well, you know, we can't help you. You just have to either deal with it or take more medications or maybe do some surgery. But we're kind of throwing up our hands saying, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I don't want to, you know, upset more surgeons because we have wonderful surgeons. It's just that, you know, most of the time, they all they think is about, you know, surgery or chronic like pain medication and some narcotics that's going to cause so much side effects. The -hmm. problem is if you read the side effects of a medicine, sometimes when we get, you probably won't take that medicine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You listen to enough commercials, you're going, well, I I don't think I want death. (laughs) Uh, So so I don't I don't think I'm going to take this. But you you there is there is wonderful there. I think there's a place for everything in this world, whether it be surgeons or medicines or alternative medicines, there's absolutely a need, I think, in every area. So when Mm -hmm. you um, say surgery, uh, when do you determine in your practice where someone comes in and they have this sudden thing that has happened to them and they're thinking, oh, it's really nothing. I just pulled a muscle or something. And then you say, well, I don't know, you know, maybe you do need surgery Mm -hmm. on this. How do you determine that? So basically, that involves like a comprehensive evaluation of the person. Mm-hmm. So it's not just when they come in, there is only one solution. You have to basically go and evaluate everything. So I have people who come in, like sometimes instead of you know going to a ER after a sports injury, they come like some of my friends. And uh, what we do basically is like I kind of like evaluate. Like I tell them, hey, you know, this probably needs an x-ray or this doesn't need it. I mean, I sometimes recommend, hey, go and see your PCP first and then go and see an orthopedic, uh, you know, referral. The only thing is, most of the time, the problem is not that bad where you can fix it. But you make sure first you evaluate the person and then determine the action plan from there. Exactly. and and I, I find that too. The more people I meet who are really passionate about their work, they look at the whole entire picture. And I do that a lot myself. Where I, if I feel like I can't help them, I always like to have people like you in my back pocket to refer to to say, you know, maybe you need to go see this individual. Let's let's clarify the situation and what's really going on before we move forward. Absolutely, exactly. that's the same way we do. Because like I said, there are more physicians around. And we try our best, you know, like, of course, we can be a great practicing, practicing, you know, physical therapist or, you know, any field that we are in, but we always need assistance from other people to help the person. At the end of the day, it's taking care of your patient rather than anything else. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of taking care of some patients, um, I had shared this with you. There, there was this woman. I do the cycle training. Um, I'm certified with Schwinn, and I do the spin classes on Monday mornings at the YMCA. And um, this woman, I, I don't even remember exactly what she did. It was something really silly. It wasn't any big event. I think she just stepped wrong. And she's had real issues with her ankle for the, this past uh, end of the year. And so she went uh, to another facility to physical therapy, and she had gotten the dry needling. And the interesting thing that was happening that the students even had never seen before is when they put the needle in, her muscle contracted so tightly. It was 
really like pulling that that needle in. Um, okay. Can you tell? Have you have you ever experienced that? And if if you have, what what was the reason? What was going on there? What would you do? Basically, what has happened is like you have to relax the muscle first, so you position the ankle in a certain way, so that it's not going to get into contraction. So what happens if you're going to poke somebody with a needle? It's going to cause an initial reaction. So it's the body's reaction to a needle, which is normal. So before the desensitizing happened, her muscle jumped up. So that's when it contracted. So that's why when you do the needling, you have to keep them in a position where they are relaxed. That way you can prevent that from happening. So all you do, like usually if something like that happens and you explain them what went on, basically her muscle reacted to the needle they jumped up and the muscles started contracting because anything that happens, like if you pinch your biceps, it's going to bend. Like, you know, if you pinch it hard, it's going to move. That's the contraction Mm -hmm. that has happened. And uh, the best way to approach her problem is basically position her in the right way and, um, you know, relax her muscle and then practice stretching after she's done with the treatment. Wow, very good. Thank you for that information. Sure. So I had mentioned for myself that diet made a huge impact in my life after 20 years, 22 years of chronic pain and inflammation in my body. I didn't, I, I know now, but I didn't understand then about inflammation in the blood and in the body. Um, yeah. Diet changed my life within 14 days. I mean, I was told I had... Um, arthritis in my knees I had carpal tunnel from doing hair for over 24 years and just human touch by that point in my life in, in uh, my 30s I couldn't stand it uh, yes. and then I changed I changed my diet I took some certain things basic things out of my diet I started label reading um, mm-hmm. and within 14 days I was completely out of pain um, so do you believe that the food really does react in the body from first that's why i've been saying holistic approach because definitely diet and taking the right amount of you know right uh, quality of food and the right ingredients will definitely help heal faster that's why in your case too when we did the dry needling your results were immediate because you follow your diet regularly so yes it does make a great impact wow so is there any other um services uh we have about a minute we're going to go to commercial but is there any other services or things that you're doing in your practice that you want to uh, talk about so basically we do like all kinds of sports injuries that's the main focus i have uh, athletes who are having issues with running and they cannot run a marathon and things like that i have like multiple of my friends the goal is to heal your chronic pain and that way it helps with your running. And I've had so many people go back and run a mar- uh, half a marathon and a marathon after the treatment. So, and Amazing. other things that we do is like manual therapy, like I was saying, uh, pelvic stabilization, alignment, soft tissue analysis, gait analysis, postural education, and uh, you know, uh, post CVA treatment and any post-surgical treatment, hip, knee, and back surgeries and other things. 
Okay. When we come back from commercial, I want to talk about some of those things. So uh, we're just going to pause for right now, and we'll chat some more, and we'll be back in two and two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Darlene Godwin has everything you need for nutrition, wellness, and beauty at EAVTesting.com. It's time to live the happy and healthy life you deserve. Darlene offers food and lifestyle evaluations, nutritional counseling, and a variety of health coaching programs designed to get your health back. Darlene practices the technology of EAV testing to measure the health of your organs and rebalance your system through natural medicine. Darlene applies AromaTouch and other essential oil treatments for illness, pain, and anxiety. Darlene offers botanically-based anti-aging skin care for men and women, acne teens and sensitive babies, and non-surgical facelifts and body sculpts. Find more services for your nutritional, wellness, and beauty needs with Darlene Godwin, health coach at EAVTesting.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Happy and Healthy Living. If you have a question or a comment about today's show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. Now, back to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. Welcome back to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. I'm Darlene Godwin, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Cavasari Ramke, and we are talking about the answers for pain. One of the things that we did uh, finish discussing is the feeling of the cold water running through your veins. And now we're, we're talking about running injuries and gait analysis. Uh, Dr. Ramke, during our break, we said gait analysis. When everyone walks into your office, you're looking at everything, and what I'm finding dealing with you and helping my husband who was struggling with lower back pain has um, some uh, what do you call it his uh, he, he had sciatic nerve pain what's that the sciatic nerve pain like uh, he, he had pain right. radiating to his leg and that caused yeah. an abnormality in his gait so and it did, and you showed me how after you did the needling, in, in before and after, his foot was hanging out to the right, and then uh-huh. it was more straight as it, and so you, because you have shown me that, and I'm just a very observant person, I'm starting to look at people's gait. So explain <laughs> that to our audience. <laughs> so, yes, basically what happens is, if, like your leg being an external rotation, it's the easiest position, like how Mr. Godwin, like um, his leg was rotated in, a, in an angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the easiest position for your brain to, you know, to be in. So when you walk like that, your brain is typically not working, which normally a brain is lazy. I'm not saying it's bad. That's how it is. Unless you give some information or you feed some information to your brain to do certain things. So uh, let's say... 
let's take that example of um, uh, your husband. Basically, when he walked in, I saw the way he was limping onto one side and his leg was in external rotation position. And as soon as he, you know, he was lying down on the treatment table, his leg went into that position very easily without his conscience. So I saw that, and then he was complaining about his back and, you know, everything. So I was analyzing his pelvic alignment first. So anything that we do for low back pain or leg pain or sciatic nerve pain, where the pain radiates from your back all the way uh, to your toes, is first check your pelvic level. Once I adjusted the pelvic level on him and then reminded him, hey, you know, your leg is going like that, and then we did the dry needling. He got up immediately, and uh, he started, uh, you know, walking with his toe end gait, which is a normal pattern. You, you know, so he started walking with that gait right away. But because of his chronic problem, it took us, I think, a few sessions to fix yeah. his low back pain where the sciatic nerve pain was coming. So once again, going on to this gait analysis, Walking is the major part that we do every day. Like we walk, we get up, we have to go from point A to point B. No matter what, if we take our car, we still have to walk to the car. So that's mm -hmm. our independence. So when we start chronically going in the wrong gait pattern, you're going to cause more injuries to the part that was hurting before and the pain is so severe that, you know, you're going to be like having problems with walking eventually. So what we do is like with the analysis that we do, mm -hmm. we observe from head to toe, like where the you know abnormality in the posture is. And once we start analyzing everything, your posture, your gait, everything, then we frame a treatment plan based on that. And you know, the amazing part of it is, you know, all my husband was registering in his brain, and I think everyone is like this, is, I have pain, something's not right. But he didn't even know that his, he had no awareness of the hips being out of whack or his foot was turning outward instead of going forward. And, 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 you know, and that's where your job comes in because we don't realize what's going on in our own bodies. Exactly. Like I said, you know, brain loves to be lazy. So we just have to re-educate and retrain the brain and once we fix the pain and the particular movement that is going wrong, the brain actually starts relearning the right movement. And it takes a few sessions, but once it does that, it registers it, and that's probably the right position afterwards. Correct, yeah. And so you, um, you helped him with his, his golf game. I mean, he yes. could swing better with that. So <laughs> Excellent. So, I, I was about to ask you that question eventually. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, he is not. Um, my husband was famous for hitting towards the woods. You know, <laughs> he has a wonderful long drive, you know, 300 yards out there. But we can't find his ball because it's either gone right or it's gone left. And, and here we are today. We're leaving to go to Myrtle Beach to be in a tournament, golf tournament. So we probably should have come to see you first before we <laughs> ventured out, out to it. But I have definitely have noticed that this man is hitting straight. You know, Excellent. where he wasn't Excellent. before. Yeah. So was that part of your, your golf? Uh, you do do a like a golf treatment for people. Is that part of it? Exactly. And that's when I analyzed his uh, posture. 
because his leg was going outwards. So whenever he was swinging, his angle was going in towards you know either right or left, based on how he stands you know during the posture during the game. So or the tee off. Uh, so once we fixed that, his you know, swing became better and it started going a lot straighter. Mm-hmm, exactly. So speaking of sports, you do, uh, you were saying you do a lot of work with runners. Yes. So basically, that's the other part. Um, running injuries can be pretty severe because a passion for a runner is to run, you know, and enjoy the nature. So mm-hmm. sometimes they come, they have pain, but they only know a particular part is hurting. They are not worried about everything else. So they come to me either with like a knee pain or a shin pain or ankle pain or, you know, other things. There are a few things to it. So basically they don't stop running because they'll start wearing a brace with the initial injury and they'll take an Advil or, you know, like I said, Aleve and still start running. So when it comes to running injuries, there are a few things which is like, before you run, I know like every runner right now is going to say, hey, I stretch, I do this, I do that before, I do this after. But there is a specific duration that you need to do. So instead of doing stretching first, it's better that you do warm-up first and then stretch after you run. So you got to give at least five minutes for your warm-up, five to 10 minutes, at least five to 10 minutes for your stretching so that you can prevent micro damage to your tissue and it helps it heal faster. So this so, warm-up that you're talking about, are they, are they just walking or speed walking? What are they doing? Walking, speed walking, push-ups, standing in place, high knees, you know, where you can do high knees, like running, jogging mm-hmm. in place so that your body is prepared for the activity. The reason I'm saying don't stretch, I mean, try not to stretch before, is because stretching is a relaxing activity. If your muscle is relaxed so much, you have to really do more work to activate it right after that. So after stretching, you're gonna start running, and that's not going to help you. That's only going to cause more micro damage rather than helping you. So warm up actually plays a major role rather than stretching first and then stretch after your activity. That's interesting because that's exactly what I do in my cycle training. Um, We just warm up. We're just pedaling, no resistance, just pedaling. Just pedaling, having conversation, um, picking up speed a little bit, then doing a little bit of stretching just to get our, our, our core aligned and then we go into the the anaerobic the hard pushing stressing the body and then yeah. i slow it down and then we mm. gently get off the bike and then we do our stretches stretches yes and basically most of the runners that we have seen injury is your ankle pain and your knee pain and we do like dry needling and my uh, in my gym basically we have a treadmill where we make them run after a few sessions of treatment. Because right after that injury, they're scared to run. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have to take that fear out and then slowly retrain. Instead of running at uh, nine miles, you know, nine mile speed or something that's the average, they usually start slow about five, four miles an hour speed and then gradually increase it. 
Wonderful. And so that just really relieves them of the of, of the mental strain of saying, you know, I'm I'm going to run, I'm going to injure myself. I'll take it slow. So yeah. you're showing the body. You're really train, retraining the brain, like you retraining said, of what brain, it can basically. do. Yeah, you're just retraining the brain, basically. Wonderful. Wonderful. So can you explain a little bit of uh, the myophagia and how when people have a sudden jolt to the body or an injury or something, how what that, that pain is, why is it chronic, and what's happening internally in the body? So basically what happens is when we talk about anything uh, like an injury, once again we are talking about, you know, improper blood flow, improper nutrient supply, improper, you know, um, message being sent to the particular muscle or the soft tissue. And fascia is nothing but it connects the soft tissues. That's the connecting fiber to be putting it in like, you know, in a layman term out there. So um, during that time, so your pain, you know, is increased. So you protect certain things. As long as an injury that could be treated, we usually do the, like I said, the comprehensive evaluation. And Mm -hmm. once I do that evaluation, we go ahead and determine, hey, you know, I can fix this with uh, dry needling, manual therapy, myofascial release. You know, depending on that, we pick out which treatment we need to approach and then go from there. And uh, most of the times, dry needling with acute injury is actually helped because it helps improve the blood circulation and the blood flow and uh, it helps heal naturally, uh, you know, that helps. So when you were um, with Dr. Mai, the, and he was teaching you, were you able to work on each other and what did you find with it personally? Oh yeah, our first class was actually, we have to, after the first day, we have to go and show him like we can put the needles on our uh, quadriceps muscle we have to have actually on 50 on each side and take a picture and show him the next class. Otherwise, <laughs> he was not ready to teach us the next class. So, yes, we did it on each other. We did it on ourselves. And the next day, you know, the technique comes in after the second day because he teaches you what to do, how to insert a needle, and what are the positions you need to position the body, and which plays the major role that prevents your muscle contraction and all those things. Wow. So it sounds like not only was it an interesting class, but it was probably fun as well. <laughs> it was painful the first day. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, the strangers coming after you with needles doesn't sound real fun. But I will tell you, and, and if you can uh, explain to, to our audience, that really the kneeling doesn't hurt. I mean, sometimes you hit on a nerve, and of course there's some discomfort there. But it's yeah. nothing that you cannot tolerate it's not deep the needles are only what a few inches long exactly so depends on the area where we treat the needle can range from like half an inch all the way to like two to three inches but you won't feel it other than the prick and most of the time you won't even feel the prick so you know it is not going to really hurt you by saying hey you know it's acupuncture or it's dry needling treatment but Here's the interesting fact. When you start getting better, you start feeling the needle, which is a good sign for me. That tells me, that's the time that it tells me, hey, your body is healing well. 
Your so nerves woke up. <laughs> <laughs> like once you start feeling like a patient comes in, hey, I didn't feel it the first few sittings, but today I'm feeling it. I'll explain them how the healing process works and the tissue starts healing. And then, you know, we do other things to, you know, continue the process. They don't mind. It's just that they explain it to me. Hey, it's, I can feel the needle now. I'm like, yes, because you're healing now. Yeah. You're getting better. Exactly, and and that's a good sign, and 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 so and it's a great way of for you to really examine the patient and saying, hey, what I'm doing is really uh, beneficial for this person. We're getting somewhere. Exactly. I mean, that's the case with plant. I mean, I, I can tell you about another condition that's common for all of us is pain in the feet, like plantar fascia. So yeah. you know, they they just know that there is aching and pain. But after a few sittings of dry needling, from not able to stand up for two minutes, they can stand up for two hours. They'll have pain, but once we complete the treatment, they don't have any pain walking. And the reason I'm saying that during this time of the year is because winter is approaching. A lot mm -hmm. of people come with like feet pain. And that's something. Well, I thank you so much today. Uh, just the audience for listening. Without you, we, this would not be possible. And and thank you, Dr. Ramke, for sharing so much of your knowledge uh, with us and, and your own personal story. Uh, once again, you can get in touch with Dr. Ramke by following him, uh, liking him on Facebook. That's RVA Physical Therapy or following him on Twitter, RVA Physical Therapy, or reaching out to him at Ramke at rvaphysicaltherapy.com and learning more about his practice by going to his website, www.rvaphysicaltherapy.com. Once again, thank you so much, Dr. Ramke. Uh, anything in closing, that anything exciting you're doing that you can tell the audience? Uh, the exciting thing is spending time with my daughters, which I don't do off late because of my clinic hours. But other than that, um, you know, the practice is open pretty much Monday to Saturday, and Saturday we are open from 9 to 12. If anybody needs any information or something, Darlene, you've already given all the information. So thanks for giving me this opportunity to, you know, talk about dry needling and other things and RVA physical therapy, Darlene. Oh, you're so welcome. I hope you, uh, the audience, was well informed today about your pain and inflammation and how to resolve that. Please like me on Facebook, Darling Godwin Health Coach. Connect with me at LinkedIn, Darling Godwin Health Coach. Follow me on Twitter at Darling Godwin Four. That's a number four, and add me to your Google Plus, Darling Godwin Health Coach. Learn more about all of my services at www.eavtesting.com, or you can email me at darlinggodwin.radio at gmail. Com. I'm Darlene Godwin, Holistic Health Coach, and you've been listening to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin. Please listen again on next week's episode. Thank you once again, Dr. Ramke. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to Happy and Healthy Living. Please be sure to join Darlene Godwin for another program next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again next week.